0: If you're looking to deepen your spiritual journey, Unity Magazine is your go-to source for information and inspiration. It's been beautifully redesigned and packed with interesting articles and compelling interviews from today's spiritual thought leaders. You'll find science, spirituality, and healing with a look at Eastern philosophies, meditation, as well as completely new ways to interpret the Bible. Plus, reviews on the latest spiritual books and music. Get a free trial issue at unitymagazine.org.
2: We are pleased to bring you this program on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world.
3: Welcome to A Course in Miracles. Living the Love, Walking the Talk, with Rev. Jennifer Hadley, a beloved teacher of the Course, who has helped thousands learn how to express their beliefs from moment to moment in their everyday lives. Get ready to focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace, through practical application. Here is your host, Rev. Jennifer Hadley.
1: Hey, happy Tuesday. So happy to be with you. Transcending Space and Time. Oh, what fun we're having. (laughs) First uh, radio show of the summer. Yay. And uh, all right, let's just dive right in here with our prayer and a blessing. I invite you to take a breath of love and gratitude with me and place your hand on your heart. We turn within. And we open our hearts and our minds to the perfect love that we already are. We open ourselves to remember that we already are the perfect givers and receivers of love. And so we're recognizing that as our true identity. And we're releasing any false identification with a separate self, a self that is in lack and limitation, We surrender those thoughts now and forevermore, and we open our hearts and minds to the fullness of love. In grace and gratitude, we share the fullness of love with our brothers and sisters because we're one with them. In grace and gratitude, we let it be, and so it is. Amen. 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 So, yes, I'm Jennifer Hadley, and our topic this week is about special hatred, special hate relationship, and uh, this is a really valuable teaching in A Course in Miracles in the text, so let's jump into that, and uh, as I was preparing, I... I was really contemplating about special relationship. It's been much on my mind lately and in classes and talking about special relationship, particularly because in the Living A Course in Miracles series that we did at livingacourseandmiracles.com was just on holy relationships. So lots of uh, contemplation about holy and special relationship lately and in our teachings, we learn that the special relationship seems to be uh, the ego's version of love, which is not love at all, of course. And one of the things that just keeps replaying in my mind to uh, affirm and acknowledge over and over and over again in all of my classes and on the radio show here and my daily spiritual espresso, etc., is that I meet so many people who are really looking to have a particular kind of experience. Many people who are looking to... Uh, become master manifestors, people who are interested in learning the art of uh, manifestation. They're interested in learning how to improve their career and to make more money. And lots of things uh, in the world of effects. And one of the main things that I have learned in my journey, I'm going to take a sip of my spiritual espresso here, I've got something in my throat. Is that if we're looking to be fulfilled by experience, we never will be fulfilled. That in my understanding, in my experience, the fulfillment comes from recognizing that God is all that there is and that God is infinite. God is infinite. And all, Because God is all that there is, and all is one, it actually makes it easier to understand that it's infinite. Because if God was not all that there is, it couldn't possibly be infinite. If there were two, neither of them could be infinite. So there must be one, if you believe in the infinite nature of God. so. I think that, or I feel that one of the most important things for me in my journey of waking up, which I'm very much engaged in, is that I've come to consider what I really believe will make me happy, what I really think will make me happy, and what I really feel will make me happy. And in my experience, the only thing that makes me happy is that connection in the oneness that there's not been any experience in the world of form so no adventure no love making no meal no nothing that relates to the physical body at all has ever been deeply fulfilling Only my experiences of love and connection and unity have been fulfilling. And they are so far more fulfilling than anything I could ever imagine in the world of form. It's taught me not to seek in the world of form, but to seek within. To seek within, to know myself as love. And so one of the most ancient teachings that we have that even transcends many different religions and cultures is simply that teaching of know thyself. Know thyself. And in this chapter um, 16, uh, section four, the illusion and the reality of love, where it talks about a special hatred uh, and hatred. Is one of the often quoted uh, passages where it says, Your task is not to seek for love, but merely to seek and find all of the barriers within yourself that you have built against it. Now, see, see if you can wrap your mind around this. In a special love relationship, it says to us in this section, my page 337 in the text, Section 4, chapter 16, The Illusion and the Reality of Love. It says, Be not afraid to look upon the special hate relationship, for freedom lies in looking at it. So that's why we're looking at it today. It would be impossible not to know the meaning of love except for this. So, because... This is a world of opposites. It is a world where we get to experience duality. That is the purpose of our human experience is to experience duality, to experience the illusion of separation. So part of the illusion of separation is that special hate relationship and that special love relationship. So it would not be possible to know the meaning of love except for this. For the special love relationship in which the meaning of love is hidden is undertaken solely to offset the hate, but not to let it go. Your salvation will rise clearly before your open eyes as you look on this. So let us invite our salvation to rise clearly before our open eyes by looking on this. So what A Course in Miracles teaches us is that the special love relationship essentially is when it's a codependent relationship that we've chosen to engage into with the idea that it's going to protect us from the pain of separation. So in the special relationship, we're literally making that person, it could be a pet, it could be your house, it could be uh, lots of different things. It could be your job, uh, but primarily the special relationship is another person, and very, it very commonly also is a pet. So in that special love relationship, we're making that other that person, that animal, a false idol. So in place of God, we now have a false God and we are idolizing that person. That's what a special relationship is. And so one of the ways I describe it using some of the, the terminology here in in this section, it says, paragraph three, The special love relationship is an attempt to limit the destructive effects of hate by finding a haven in the storm of guilt. So the special relationship is one that is essentially constructed to give us the illusion of shelter against the storm. And of course, when we construct something to be to represent to be symbolic of shelter against the storm we're affirming that there is a storm and in this case it's the storm of guilt which is really you know the only problem that we have in this world uh, as a course of miracles clearly states is the that we believe we're separate from god or and or that we've come to value being separate from God, and that we're using our free will, which only exists within the illusion, to put forth this idea that we're we're separate from God, so we can have this experience of karma and remembering our true identity. It's the journey of the prodigal son, right that's. That's what the journey we're on. So, the special love relationship is an attempt to limit the destructive effects of hate by finding a haven in the storm of guilt. So, what what it is that has created this storm of guilt is really it's it's a hatred, a hatred of our brother, our sister ourselves, God, call it what you will. Say, oh, that's what the hate is directed at. It doesn't matter because all is one. There is no separation. It's only an illusion. So whether you have uh, guilt for hating your brother, your sister, yourself, or God, it does not matter because there is only one. So the special love relationship is, uh, in a sense, because everything in this world is symbolic, everything in this world is a projection of our mind, so it's symbolic of the thought and the belief that we're projecting into 3D. Everything is, that uh, is part of a special relationship is symbolic of our hatred. Of our brother, our sister, God, ourselves. Kind of interesting. So, the literally, the special relationship is there to escape from the hatred. To try and bury the hatred. Distract ourselves. Find a haven in the special relationship. So, let's... Call it what it is, and let's address the real problem, because then our healing is going to quicken. That's why it says here uh, that uh, this is going to be so helpful to us. So it says, the special relationship, and this is in paragraph one, in which the meaning of love is hidden, is undertaken solely to offset the hate but not to let it go, but in fact to bury it. It says your salvation will rise clearly before your open eyes as you look on this. So that's why we're looking on this. You cannot limit hate. Interesting. So if you think, oh, I can hate the president. I can hate my boss. I can hate my parent or my spouse or my neighbor. And that's the extent of the hatred. It's limited to that person. It's limited to that organization or that group. No, 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 no. You cannot limit the hate. And here is why. All is one. All is one. So you can attempt to bury The awareness of the hate, and that's what the special relationship is for, to help you forget about the hatred and the guilt and the storm, but not to let it go. Your salvation will rise clearly before your open eyes as you look on this. So here's a practice for you, because you know I'm all about the practical, and of course this is what the workbook is about. But it's about every day. Waking up, giving thanks for your precious life, giving thanks for another opportunity to bring this hatred to the light and to forgo the special love relationship for a holy relationship, to turn all the relationships over to the Holy Spirit so they can all be made holy. So it says the special love will offset the hatred, but will merely drive it underground and out of sight. We don't want it to be out of sight because awareness is healing. Awareness is curative. It says here, It is essential to bring this hatred into sight and to make no attempt to hide it, for it is the attempt to balance hate with love, that makes love meaningless to you. So love is the ground of our being. Love is our true nature and essence. It's not something we do. It's what we are. So if we hold in our heart a hatred for anyone, then we're holding a hatred in our heart for everyone including ourselves. So let us not hide it. Let's bring it to the light. The extent of the split that lies in this, you do not realize. So most people think, oh, I can hate that one and only that one, and there's no real repercussion. But it literally prevents us from waking up. Now think of all the things that you do in the course of your life, to try to awaken just all the myriad of things that you do. But maybe you still allow yourself to hold on to anger, resentment, and hatred. And maybe you do that your best to bury it, rather than to bring it up and into the light of your awareness. Because when we're aligning our mind with the truth. When we bring things into the light of our awareness, we naturally begin to be able to see, oh, this has no value to me. This is false. This can only hurt me and be destructive. And this is the practice that I find myself in now for many years, since I started studying A Course in Miracles. I have found that I much more easily, much more readily recognize I am not interested in holding any grievances. Love holds no grievances. And as it says in paragraph six here, your task is not to seek for love, but merely to seek and find all of the barriers within yourself that you have built against it. Make that your spiritual practice. Start to write them down. Because a lot of the times when it comes to being unloving and unkind and filled with hatred and resentment and anger, you don't want to look at it. You don't want to look at the shame and the blame. Because it's painful. But you know what? Let's bring it into the light of love. That's what's going to heal it. So writing it down, paying attention to it, that's how we heal it. Ah, A whole lot of healing going on here. I'm so happy to share this with you today. I know that we're making great strides in our awakening. And by the way, if you're interested in deepening your spiritual practice, the class that I was supposed to have last weekend has been postponed to this Saturday. It's only $7. Deepening Your Spiritual Practice, the class is listed on the events page at JenniferHadley.com. And that's me, Jennifer Hadley. Time for me to go to a break. You're listening to A Course in Miracles on Unity Online Radio, where we're living the love and we're walking the talk. And I will definitely be right back.
0: Unity Online Radio is affiliated with Unity
2: What if you could improve your health one decision at a time? Take that first step and join us each Tuesday at 9 a.m. Central and learn from experts in integrative medicine. Awaken to Your Best Health is committed to supporting your personal health through cutting-edge research, education, and practical tips that you can put into place immediately. Make that decision for yourself by saying yes to health.
4: the voice of an awakening world.
0: Letting go
2: in the stillness.
3: Thank you for tuning in for A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. Get ready to focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace through practical application. As we return to A Course in Miracles, living the love, walking the talk.
1: So I'm back. I'm Jennifer Hadley. We're talking about special hate and bringing it to the light And we're in section 4 of chapter 16, my page 337. So it says here that we don't realize how much our mind is split, but that's okay. The thing for us to do is to start to really recognize when we have these feelings of hatred, these thoughts of hatred, these thoughts of attack. And not to bury them or distract ourselves by special love, but instead to really focus on them. Bring them to the light. And so my suggestion to you is to start to write them down and write about them. Because you are a creature of love and light. If you're studying A Course in Miracles, then you're, you're waking up. So one of the greatest gifts you can give yourself is to put some real attention on this. Because as you examine those thoughts and feelings of hatred... You'll recognize that they're really not something you're interested in anymore. So rather than bury it, you don't want to talk about it, you want to hide it, bring it to the light. And this is one of the things that I do in my classes, is we have a very safe space in my Finding Freedom class, in my Living, of course, well, uh, in um, my Masterful Living classes. And in uh, my sacred circle, in all of these places where we're having dialogues uh, with me and the students and the students with each other, all the participants, we have a free open space to share these kinds of feelings and these kinds of thoughts because we know they have no value to us anymore, and we're interested in bringing them to the light. And we recognize that bringing them to the light with others is one of the fastest paths of healing. So I've been a spiritual counselor now for over 14 years, and this is one of the things I've seen year after year after year of counseling people, is that being able to bring out to the light uh, these feelings and these thoughts, even thoughts of tremendous shame, will heal them so quickly. So I, I'd like to invite you, if you have a study group, A Course in Miracles study group, please dedicate one meeting to talking about feelings of hatred. Talk about feelings of deep shame. There's a tendency in spiritual community to keep those things hidden. You know, we're supposed to be spiritually superior, so we're not supposed to have feelings of hatred and shame and wanting to die and all of these things. But it's very, very common. And when you're really intensely healing this ego thought system these thoughts are going to be very common and that's why in our living of course miracles classes and things like that i talk about this stuff frequently because it is so intense it's so intense i uh and i i just in my conversations with gary renard regina don david uh hofmeister and on and on you, you know nook sanchez so many of these wonderful uh spiritual teachers who are sharing their experience they have all gone through periods of wanting to die and self-hatred and all of this it's just it's part of the journey of waking up so there's no need for any of us to be ashamed about it it's healing for us to talk about it now it says here in paragraph two of this section the illusion and the reality of love the symbols of hate against the symbols of love, play out a conflict that does not exist, right? So conflict is part of the illusion. Conflict is, when you experience conflict or there's a sense of conflict, it really is because in your heart, you have not made up your mind to be loving. 100%. So, any conflict that you see in the world represents that inner conflict. Because all that we see in the world is a representation of our thoughts and our beliefs. And our thoughts are always going to be in alignment with our beliefs until we align with the truth. So the more we can bring these things to the light of love, the more we can align with the truth. And it just makes life so much more enjoyable. So this conflict between love and hate does not exist. It's an illusion. It says symbols stand for something else. And the symbol of love is without meaning If love is everything. So if in your mind, a person or your dog, your cat, something is symbolic of love for you, it's without meaning because love is everything. It's not possible for us really to love one person and not love another. That's only something that you can experience in the illusion. It can never be real because love is everything. And it says you will go through this last undoing quite unharmed and will at last emerge as yourself. So let's speed up that process by willing to talk about with our friends, with our loved ones, in our spiritual circles, the feelings of hatred. And shame really is, it's almost a hatred of the self, is it not? It says, this is the last step in the readiness for God. Be not unwilling now. You're too near, and you will cross the bridge in perfect safety, translated quietly from war to peace. For the illusion of love will never satisfy. But its reality, which awaits you on the other side, will give you everything. All right. Now, it's talking about this bridge and i love this bridge the tibetans call it the rainbow bridge now and the bridge is referred to in the previous section chapter section uh, chapter 16 section 3 the reward of teaching and the very end of that section it talks about this rainbow bridge and um gosh i think i was talking about this last week too because it's just so beautiful. It, it says here, yes, when I was talking about the angels last week on the last week's show, angels in a course of miracles. So I'm just going to read those last couple paragraphs here. Okay. Because it's saying you will cross the bridge in perfect safety. So let's, let's just be clear what that bridge is. So in paragraph eight, section three of chapter 16, it says to your most holy self, which is the I am presence. All praise is due for what you are and for what he is who created you as you are. Sooner or later, must everyone bridge the gap he imagines exists between his selves. Each one builds this bridge, which carries him across the gap. As soon as he is willing to expend some little effort on behalf of bridging it. His little efforts are powerfully supplemented by the strength of heaven and by the united will of all who make heaven what it is, being joined within it. And so the one who would cross over is literally transported there. This is what it's saying. Our little willingness is all that's required. As soon as you're willing to spend some little effort On behalf of bridging this gap, this belief in separation, you will be carried there. It says here, your bridge is builded stronger than you think and your foot is planted firmly on it. Have no fear that the attraction of those who stand on the other side and wait for you will not draw you safely across. So we are going to be safely drawn across this bridge over the gap, which is the belief in separation, to the other side, if we are but willing. So for me, that section has taught me clearly, just focus on the willingness, girl. Jennifer, just focus on that willingness. Cultivate the willingness to surrender the hatred, surrender the special relationships, surrender the attack thought, Surrender the shame thought, just keep surrendering it and surrendering it and surrendering it and surrendering it. It's never not about surrender until we reach an awareness of the truth and that's all we know. Now it says here, the illusion of love will never satisfy, but it's reality which awaits you on the other side of the bridge will give you everything. The special love relationship is an attempt to limit the destructive effects of hate by finding a haven in the storm of guilt. It makes no attempt to rise above the storm into the sunlight. On the contrary, it emphasizes the guilt outside the heaven, the haven by attempting to build barricades against it. And keep within them the special love relationship is not perceived as a value in itself, but as a place of safety from which hatred is split off and kept apart. So this is the purpose of the special love relationship is to bury the feelings of hatred, to get away from the feelings of guilt Anger, resentment, shame, and to, in a sense, be intoxicated by the special love, by the codependent relationship, which really just delays our healing. So notice where in your life are you longing for that special love relationship? The special love relationship will never satisfy you. It's not meant to. It's not possible you could have a momentary satisfaction and haven't we all experienced that and then what what comes after that momentary satisfaction disappointment regret resentment think of your special love relationship and how much of the relationship is spent feeling happy so little Compared to how much is spent worrying, doubting, being in fear, feeling left out, discombobulated, confused, resentful. Why do people desire special relationships anymore at this point in our awakening? It's craziness. It is total insanity. It says the special love partner is acceptable only as long as he serves this purpose, right? So as long as the special love partner distracts us from these feelings of hatred, the shame, the regret, the guilt, the blame, then they serve their purpose and they're acceptable. But then what happens is when they no longer serve that purpose, Hatred often breaks out in special love relationships, doesn't it? The relationship seems to devolve into hatred, doesn't it? And then that person becomes the bane of our existence. Once they were the shelter from the storm, now they are the storm. They are the problem. You see how that works? It it doesn't ever not work that way. It always works that way. Have we not learned that? Let's turn it all over to the Holy Spirit. Yes, hatred can enter and indeed is welcome in some aspects of the relationship, but it is still held together by the illusion of love. So everyone I know who's in a special relationship is either suffering or headed towards suffering. Turn the relationship over to the Holy Spirit. Release all judgment. But you see, the, the, the hatred of self, the hatred of your brothers and sisters, the hatred of God, which really is all the same thing. So the, the hating yourself and hating your brother and sister is symbolic of hating God. So that the thought of dwelling on that can seem terrifying. So we choose the special love relationship to medicate us from feeling that special hatred. But remember, all of it is an illusion because love is all that there is. Special love is not real, neither is special hatred. And it literally can dissolve from our mind so quickly if we're willing to give the higher self, the holy self, the heavy lifting. And to really just bring it to the light, bring it to the light, bring it to the light. And the method that I used to do that was I just kept saying, I'm not interested in these thoughts anymore. I'm not interested in entertaining them. I'm not interested in justifying them. I'm not interested in thinking them. I'm not interested in talking about them. I am interested in having them dissolve and resolve back to the nothingness from which they have arisen They have no power over me anymore. Yes. So it says that hatred can enter into the special relationship and indeed is welcome in some aspects of the relationship. Because it adds energy and fuel, right? I'm connected now by the special love and the special hatred with this person. So now it seems like we are more connected. We're more bonded to each other. Ha! Huh. <laughs> oh, the illusion. Uh, but it's still held together by the illusion of love. If the illusion goes, the relationship is broken or becomes unsatisfying on the grounds of disillusionment. Love is not an illusion. It's a fact. Where disillusionment is possible, there was not love but hate. All right. Here's the thing for us to contemplate. Where there can be disillusionment in your relationship, there never was love. There was only that hate covered up by the special love, but not true love. Not true love. And yet, true love is all that we are. Your task is not to seek for love, but merely to seek and find all of the barriers within yourself that you have built against it. So seek first the kingdom is to seek all those barriers to love and bring them to the light. This is what we're doing in our study of A Course in Miracles Hate is an illusion, and what can change was never love. What can change was never love. Love does not change. Remember, Shakespeare said it so well love is not love which alters when it alteration binds, nor bends with the remover to remove. It is an ever fixed mark that looks on tempests and is never shaken. That's what love is. Let's not settle for anything else. Let's bring the special hatred to the light and rejoice that we can do so. And rejoice that we have spiritual friends, study groups, partners, teachers that we can talk about it with. Yes, we're bringing it all to the light of love. I'm Jennifer Hadley, and you're listening to A Course in Miracles. We're living the love and we're the walk and the talk on Unity Online Radio, and I'll be right back.
2: Hello, listeners. Did you know we've gone mobile? That's right. Your favorite Unity Online Radio programs are available on your mobile device. Now you can take us with you wherever you go. Using apps from Live 365 or Stitcher, you can listen to Unity Online Radio live or on demand. To learn more, visit www.unity.fm and click on Mobile Listening.
1: So we're back and we're talking about special hatred here. If you seek love outside yourself, you can be certain that you perceive hatred within and are afraid of it. Wow. Wow. We. If you seek love outside yourself, you can be certain that you perceive hatred within and are afraid of it. All right. So right there, if that isn't helpful, I don't know what is. So your task is not to seek for love, but merely to seek and find all of the barriers within yourself that you've built against it. And that's what spiritual practice does. That's what spiritual practice gives us is that opportunity to seek within and find the barriers to love. So for me, I have a number of things that I do in my spiritual practice. And all of my classes really my. Finding Freedom, My Masterful Living, and like the spiritual practice class that I'm doing on Saturday, my special $7 class here that I've got going on Saturday. And then on Sunday, I have a prayer power class that I'm offering about the power of prayer. And that prayer power class I'll just mention is, um, it's $44. Uh, but if you purchased the gold or platinum package of the last Living a Course Miracle Miracles series, it's free. So just mentioning that in case you're interested in that. But spiritual practice, and as I said, I have many different things that I use as part of my spiritual practice, and I, I primarily focus on spiritual practice, finding freedom in my masterful living classes, because that is the fastest path I know of to this healing and to this awakening. So much is possible for us. Of course, A Course in Miracles is a spiritual practice, but my experience is that while I love reading A Course in Miracles and I've had so many insights and ahas reading A Course in Miracles, most of it comes from contemplating what I read. That's why so many of the workbook lessons are asking you to open your mind and perceive what is it you're really thinking. Paying attention to the meaning that you make of things. That if you are upset, that the meaning you've made of it is incorrect. You know, I'm never upset for the reason I think. So, and everything in this room, on the street only has the meaning for me that I have given to it, right? We're waking up to this, and through taking time each day to be contemplative, to really practice and live the lesson, not just to simply read it, is what makes all the difference in the world, to look for the barriers within yourself that you've built against love. And rather than keep them hidden, talk about them in your groups. Talk about them in your life and in your experience with your loved ones. Share them. Be forthright. You know, I've learned to um, say uh, in relationships with my family and even with my friends that, you know, I feel upset right now because I have a judgment. I know my judgment is not true. And uh, I feel so strong about this judgment right now. I know that there's just nothing for me to say. And it's for me to just say, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry that I'm stuck on this judgment here for a moment. Can you help me? I need a little help here, please. I've fallen. And I know I can get up if you give me your hand. So if you seek love outside yourself, you can be certain that you perceive hatred within and are afraid of it. So if you're feeling, I know so many people that are deeply, deeply looking for that romantic relationship or those friends to connect with, seeking for love outside yourself is totally understandable. But. Just put that on hold for a while and start to seek the barriers to love within your own mind, within your own heart. Peace will never come from the illusion of love, but only from its reality. Recognize this, for it is true, and truth must be recognized if it is to be distinguished from illusion. The special love relationship to bring love into separation, which is not possible. And as such, it is nothing more than an attempt to bring love into fear and make it real in fear. In fundamental violation, violation of love's one condition, the special love relationship would accomplish the impossible. How but in illusion could this be done? It is essential that we look very closely at exactly what it is you think you can do to solve the dilemma which seems very real to you, but which which does not exist. You've come close to the truth, and only this stands between you and the bridge that leads you into it. Heaven waits silently, and your creations are holding out their hands to help you cross and welcome them. Yes, a little bit later in paragraph nine, it says in the name of God, be wholly willing to abandon all illusions in any relationship in which you are wholly willing to accept completion. And only this there is God completed and his son is with him. The bridge that leads to union in yourself must lead to knowledge for it was built with God beside you and will lead you straight to him where your completion rests wholly compatible with his every illusion you accept into your mind by judging it to be attainable removes your own sense of completion and thus denies the wholeness of your father every fantasy be it of love or hate deprives you of knowledge For fantasies are the veil behind which truth is hidden. Fantasies are the veil behind which truth is hidden. In all my classes, I talk about how fantasy is a drug. It's a form of self-medication. Imagine we've created this illusion in order to experience separation. But this illusion isn't good enough for us. We slip into fantasy in order to escape the illusion that we've made. The illusion within the illusion. That's what fantasy is. Yes. Deprives us of the knowledge. So let us open our hearts and minds to the truth that sets us free. Yes yeah so in a sense if there is a feeling of hatred at least it's out in the open and that is a good thing bringing it to the light of your awareness is what's going to heal it give yourself a willingness to contemplate what is this hatred where did it come from and if all All is one. Whom can I hate but an extension of myself? Is it worth it? Do I wish to continue to treasure this hatred? So let's place our hand on our heart and be so grateful and so thankful here that we are healing. So grateful and so thankful that we can bring the light of love into our awareness by means of offering all the barriers within ourselves that we've built against love. We don't have to seek for love. Love is what we are. Teach only love for that is what we are. In grace and gratitude, we share the benefits with everyone because we're one with them. In grace and gratitude, we let it be, and so it is. Amen, amen, amen. Don't forget my spiritual practice class, Saturday. All details on the events page at jenniferhadley.com. I love you. Have a great rest of your week. Thanks for being with me today.
3: Thank you for tuning into A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk, with Reverend Jennifer Hadley.
2: As we examine what it means to be sacred activists in service of compassion and justice, we may find ourselves asking, how do we become a sacred activist? Institute for Sacred Activism founder Andrew Harvey says, follow your heartbreak. His advice echoes Gandhi, who once said, whenever you are in doubt apply the following test. Recall the face of the poorest and the weakest person whom you may have seen and ask yourself if the step you contemplate is going to be of any use to them. Will they gain anything by it? Will it restore them to a control over their own life and destiny? So whenever in doubt about the direction of your life, just ask yourself, what breaks my heart? suffering is simply too much to bear and then commit your life to alleviate it don't turn your face away from the pain and injustice that is so prevalent in our world courageously bear witness to it and in prayer dedicate your life to healing it gain more spiritual insight Listen to Radical Spirituality and Sacred Activism with Adam Bucko, Mondays at 4 p.m. Central Time here on Unity Online Radio.
3: Culture is defined by the Oxford Dictionary as modern popular culture transmitted via mass media and aimed particularly at younger people. But can it be meaningful, spiritual even? The hosts of Pop Conscious think it can be, and that it can be fun to explore too. Malena Dawn and Stacy Macris Ross will be your amateur cultural anthropologists. Examining pop culture and spirituality every Monday at 2 p.m. Central on Pop Conscious on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world.
0: If you're looking to deepen your spiritual journey, Unity Magazine is your go-to source for information and inspiration. It's been beautifully redesigned and packed with interesting articles and compelling interviews from today's spiritual thought leaders. You'll find science, spirituality, and healing with a look at Eastern philosophies, meditation, as well as completely new ways to interpret the Bible. Plus, reviews on the latest spiritual books and music. Get a free trial issue at unitymagazine.org.